guys, welcome back to TF4. I'm Christy. And I'm Lauren. And this is the podcast where we talk all things that should have stayed in the group chat. Or maybe not. Because for our New Year's Revolution campaign, Girl Literacy, we're exploring a very important topic this week. We're talking self-pleasure. Ooh. And we were joined by the amazing sex expert, Alex Fox. Christy, thoughts? That was honestly the best conversation I've ever had about sex. I'm not going to lie to you. Like, touching on the myth of the G-spot, which, you know, with guys and girls, that's always a big topic of conversation. The masturbating before going on a date. Is it masturbating pre-date shenanigan? I was bamboozled. And also seeing, feeling sex toys. We didn't try them on camera, just for no. a preface. <laughs> um, yeah, I was obsessed with the the like the biological reason for post-nut clarity. Yeah. Obsessed with that kind of thing. And you know what, just, just discussing what got us off for the first time. Yeah. Always interesting. We really enjoyed that conversation and you guys are going to learn so much from it. So here it is. So, so. So. We're buzzing. This week we're joined by Alex Fox. Alex, would you mind giving us some context to who you are, what you do? What's your purpose here well, today? <laughs> Sorry, sorry. <laughs> no big questions. <laughs> what what is your existence on this earth worth? Yeah. Uh, as you say, my name is Alex Fox. It conveniently rhymes with Phallix Cox because I've spent the last two decades talking about the ins and outs and ups and downs and sides to sides of sexual culture. Mm. Um, some of the work that I'm most known for, I suppose, is that I was a script consultant on uh, all of the seasons of Sex Education on Amazing. Netflix. Uh, I'm writing a book at the moment with a working title, The Missing Kink, which is... Mm. Mm. Uh, a very warm, welcoming, uh, hopefully entertaining introduction and delving into fetishes. Nice. Uh, and I'm trying to make a documentary about the sex lives of older people. Because I think our elders have a lot to teach us when it comes to uh, getting down and dirty and being open-minded about it. Absolutely. Mm. Well, I mean, us as young people are clueless. So yeah. any help from anyone just is appreciated. Just go with the flow, aren't we, Lauren? Yeah, go Literally just yeah, see what's out there. I'm so excited to have you here and I'm interested about the conversation we're going to have today. I can't wait to see where we take things. <laughs> I'm scared. <laughs> Why are you scared? No, I'm buzzing, I'm buzzing, I'm buzzing. Buzzing. Buzzing yeah. is a very appropriate term to use. I've brought an entire suitcase of things that buzz, that throb, that yeah. vibrate. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Some of which expand. You can feel the fear in the room. I, don't it's, I think I'm more like excited because I just like... The world is like bizarre, it's big, it's amazing. Uh -huh. But there's so many great creations out there. And um, I mean, if you don't do the research and if you don't go into the shops, like for instance, like the Ann Summers or the... Yeah. What other sex shops are there? Don't Love know. Honey online. Love, Love Honey, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. If you yeah, don't you can go do that there. The privacy of your own home. Absolutely. <laughs> I think this is the thing. I think we were bringing up when the conversation around self-pleasure is it's not necessarily for girls a group chat topic. Yeah. And I think unless you're having these like instances where we can bring up the conversation, it's a bit like as women, oh, don't really want to talk about that. Whereas the conversation for men... It's, it sees wank that's wank yeah. bank i knew about the word wank bank before i probably knew the word masturbation like that's saying something right yeah i only wish my hsbc account had as much in it as my wank bank oh <laughs> um, i think you're right i mean historically the patriarchy has mm. always labeled men as one more sexual mm -hmm. and be more deserving of sexual pleasure so the yeah. fact that they can talk about pleasuring themselves ostensibly quite openly goes along with that right, yeah. right. although i'd argue that the conversations that men do have 
with their friends uh, about wanking, about masturbation, aren't always constructive, are they? No. Uh, it tends to be a lot about bragging rights or, yeah. and, and there's a lot of pressure to come across as macho and, and quite mainstream as well. Yeah. Yeah. If you have a fetish or a kink, that can still be quite difficult to talk, to, talk about. Yeah. If you are not somebody with a high libido or maybe even asexual and, mm. and you, not all asexual people don't masturbate, but some right. don't. If you're a guy who doesn't masturbate a lot, then that can be shameful, right? Mm. Um, on the flip side, as you say, I think women don't talk about masturbation as much. Yeah. Um, although I would say for women, it's a lot easier to talk about toys. If we've hopped on a great mm. rampant rabbit, then we might be more likely to yeah. tell our friends about it. In fact, there was some research done by Lilo, who are a yeah. luxury sex toy company, that said that a really high percentage, I think it was about half of women, um, received their first sex toy as a gift from a pal. Right. Wow. Whereas for men to be open about using imagine. penis stimulators yeah. or flashlights or anything yeah, like yeah. that, that conversation doesn't happen. Like there's no and summer parties that exist for men. Man I didn't summers. hear about our dads going around to their friend's house to <laughs> play with a little <laughs> anal beads. I didn't hear yeah. it. Not the fact that you didn't hear it does not mean it wasn't happening. True. <laughs> yeah, yeah, That's valid. A good one. Yeah, I do feel like it does stem like the comfortability of talking about sex and stuff does stem from school because mm. with sex education in school, I used to avoid that class. Like I used to hate it because it's always about the guys with wet dreams, always like targeted to like the males. Mm -hmm. But then with the females, like okay, you get your period, this happens, and what whatever. There's not that kind of that touch in. There's not that touch in like female feelings, how to feel. Whereas the guy's like, you're gonna feel a bit wet. This is gonna happen to you, blah, blah, blah. So I always used to hate um, that side of education. And it's weird because that growing up and now as well, there's also still not enough out there to educate women on like sexual desires, sexual mm. pleasures, to obviously toys, they're really Gratification, it's, yeah, I guess, yeah, the focus is on like the reproductive side of sex mm -hmm. or like, yeah, ejaculation and things like that. But I don't think there was ever a point where it was like, this is how you can satisfy yourself. Yeah. And maybe is that why we're so disconnected from that side of self-pleasure? Because from such a young age, it's all delegated into this box of like, oh, when you're having sex, it's, it's a partnered thing. Someone yeah. else is pleasuring you, not what, you should get in tune of liking yourself. There is a push for sex education in school to include discussions of masturbation and okay. solo sex okay. or self-pleasure. At the moment, you're right. Unfortunately, you're bang on the money, honey. There, that, <laughs> that chat is just not happening in yeah. schools. It's a lot about fear and warning, isn't yeah. it? And a lot about talking about partnered sex. Sure. It's all about how not to catch an STI mm. and how not to get pregnant. Yeah. And I'm not shading teachers here because mm -hmm. I think they're often not given enough time to talk about the uh, the in-depth and sometimes quite nuanced side of sex. Mm -hmm. They're not always given the right resources and the, and the right training. I mean, for me, it was my maths teacher. Yeah. One day, <laughs> really? maths, next day, spaffs. <laughs> I expected to talk about that, you oh know. Putting a condom on a, on a fucking uh, cucumber. cucumber. And I, was I like can't <laughs> eat bananas. It's put me off the pies <laughs> yeah. in life. I just associate them with rubber johnnies, unfortunately. Yeah. But yeah, um, I think partly because they're trying to squeeze that sex education mm, often yeah. into to a very, very small period of time, mm. we only get the warnings about what can go wrong, mm -hmm. which tend to focus on partnered sex. I would argue that it's important not just to talk about masturbation because of all the good stuff it can bring, which we mm. can get onto in a, in, a, in a second, but also there are things that can go wrong. Mm. 
blokes or people with penises can suffer from what's called death grip syndrome. Have you heard what's about this? Never. Death grip. What is that? It's a term coined by a fantastic sexologist and podcaster called Dan uh, Dan Savage. It's where basically you hold your wanger so tight when you're <laughs> when you're pumping yourself on your own that can, that the comparatively soft delicate feelings of penetration with mm. a partner aren't enough to get you off the stimulation is wow. strong enough and it can lead to things like erectile dysfunction Whoa. and anxiety and cause yeah. real problems for guys but we are not talking about that no. in schools even though your teenage years are, are really when you, when a lot of people start to experiment yeah. with masturbation. Yeah. is there an equivalent for women women that scenario Good question. Deaf what? Deaf, deaf grip, deaf. Deaf grip, deaf. Deaf, deaf stroke. Deaf. <laughs> deaf stroke. I feel like we need to workshop, we need to workshop this one. Don't yeah. um, I do think if you use very, very strong, high powered sex toys for right. long periods of time, you, you can sort of get used to a high level of stimulation. Um, it's not a permanent change. It will mm. not do anything to damage your nerves or your body, right. but you can get acclimatized to things. I liken it a little bit to going to the gym. Mm. You start off with your light weights, you build up to your heavy weights, and after a while, when you've been like really pumping iron for a long time, yeah. um, it, pick, picking up the, the little dumbbell that you started off with feels like nothing. Mm. Right. I'm gonna be open here, girls. At this point in time, I'm 41 years old. I get sent a lot of sex toys. My clitoris is like Arnold Schwarzenegger right now. Oh, <laughs> so I could probably do with like toning it down a little bit, yeah. taking a pause <laughs> on opening my pleasure treasure chest and going right. to those toys. But yeah. but yeah, again, we, we don't talk about that in schools. Mm. I think another issue is that parents get really frightened sometimes about talking 100%. about sex. Yeah. They don't know how to broach the conversation. I haven't had the sex talk with Neither. my parents. Neither, no. never. I think the worst, um, do you know back in school we have like little diaries and one of my friends also wrote something about sex in my diary, right? And I remember that my is really literally. I remember my mum. <laughs> literally, my mum was like, "What do you mean, sex? Are you having sex? Do you know what sex is?" I was like, "Oh my god, oh you my know god. what? This is a forbidden place. I'm never ever doing yeah. that again in my life." And since then, it's just not a conversation we've had. Like, but it's weird because when my brother was born and he's like in his teenage years, I think he had like a condom in his wallet. Uh huh. And my mum saw it and, and she was like, "Yeah, so." condoms yeah who gave you that you're being safe and i was just like i was oh thinking wait hold on when it was me yeah. back in school you were grilling me i got grilled to the point where i was like you know what every show on tv or ad that had any sex references switch Wow. switch it that's well, how that's paranoid I was yeah because that could have been a great opening for a, con a, right. for a constructive conversation literally but i, I think as you have observed, yeah. often what parents and caregivers bring to that scenario, it can be very gendered. Mm -hmm. Sometimes yeah. it's influenced by religion. Yeah. They may have had their own negative experiences that they want to shield their yeah. daughters yeah. from. I think it's that think fear it always, as well. Yeah, it doesn't always yeah. come from a bad place. Yeah. Sometimes it absolutely does, unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah. In schools too, I think there's a big fear of talking about the fact that solo sex and partnered sex can be pleasurable. The way I see it is young people are going to be intrigued about sex anyway. Yeah. Mm. Let's be honest about it. Let's give them the tools and skills that mm. they need to navigate their own personal journey healthily and happily and sensibly. Yeah. yeah. 
if you do not talk about something, you make it mysterious. Oh yeah, and, yeah. Yeah. and then people are like, or scary. Yeah, that is when we delve. It's a bit, it's a bit curious, you know. What I, mean? I just want to like just dip my. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Do you know what I mean? That's what happens. Yeah. Exactly. Then we head into that cavern of curiosity, and we're totally in the dark. Yeah. And that's mm-hmm. when bad things do happen. Christy, if you weren't getting the A to Z yeah. of uh, all things <laughs> slippery and, and yeah. slidey from your parents. Where were you learning if you were um, at all? So back in the day, you know, Bebo, you know, the blogs. Bebo! What yes. are you learning on Bebo? No, but you know the little stories people used to come out with, like the little like um skettish oh. naughty kind of stories. And people's notes. In people's notes. Oh my god, that's like early erotica fiction. Basically, it's either that wow. or if it's not that, then it's like music videos where uh-huh. there's like, like, sure. sexual scenes, EastEnders. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah. I love a good soap. Hollyoaks. Yeah. Oh, uh-huh. Hollyoaks had a lot of that actually. For yeah. a while, they did that Hollyoaks after dark. Oh thing. my right. god! Yeah, yeah. yeah. that's when you learned about bum sex. Oh yeah. <laughs> so it would be yeah, it would be that like all through conversations, through like films, TV, music. Obviously, lyrics is what you're thinking. What he did? What? He, yeah, you know. I'm oh like, my Ooh. god! Do you ever look back on the lyrics of songs that you were like? speaks to my soul and yeah. my heart and then you realise that you had no idea what well, you were going yeah. down on somebody in a theatre oh my god yeah. I was like, belting out the Alanis with no clue <laughs> I know I'm thinking of in Grease Lightning you know Danny's like the chicks will cream I was singing that to my nan <laughs> in the, the chicks will cream when <laughs> she probably didn't know what I was saying to be fair but yeah, yeah. I'm the same as you mine mm. was like predominantly in film I think and funny you say about music videos, it just reminded me, my boyfriend told me about how he used oh, to uh, pause Cry Me a River by Justin Timberlake. And it was just this shot of a girl's ass crack. And apparently that used to really <gasps> Wait, excite him. what? So it didn't take much. I am going much. to revisit that. that yeah. It's not much. Yeah. He did show me, like, is that it? And apparently that's what gets it all going. But yeah, no, never anything like an explicit no. conversa- conversation. Yeah. It was seeing it in pop culture, like in mm. Greece, them in the back of the car rubbing up against each other. I was like, that must be how it goes. Titanic. Titanic. Yeah. Yeah. What about masturbation? I just... Often it's partnered sex or relationships that are represented in in film and music videos, right? It's true. I I think it's... not see TLC having a little bit of TLC on the So I creep. Yeah. (laughs) I'm just creeping all down. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, we're rewriting that. Brilliant. I love. Um, No, I'd say... I found it really interesting because especially in school, um, there would be rumours that would go around about like girls masturbating and people would be judged and ripped apart for it. Like, especially Mm -hmm. like girls using something like a shower head. And then that would be like a rumor that Mm. stuck with them for years. But the difference is if a man was talking about, you know, just having a wank or doing this into a sock, it was just like a funny thing. But for a girl hearing that she had a shower head and I also didn't really understand the like scope of it. I'd be like, God, that is a bit weird. But now when you're an adult, it's like, that's probably just a normal way of exploring yourself it's at that age. It's extremely common. Yeah. There's actually recently been the launch of the very first shower head from a brand called Womanizer wow. that's specifically designed for female self-pleasure, primarily because for so many girls and women, yeah. that was their first experience of, oh, wow. of, fe- of feeling that that thrilling tingle or yeah, having yeah. an orgasm. That's another good reason really to talk about masturbation and sex education, isn't it? Because mm-hmm. if you are using inappropriate things to masturbate with, you can actually damage your body. Yeah. The old um, toothbrush, hairbrush, yeah. it was all sorts. Toothbrush. Electric, Christy. I- <laughs> 
No, as well. not yeah. scrubbing your nubbin with Colgate. Can you, can you imagine? <laughs> there will probably be somebody out there you know, that's tried. Making yeah. it clean. Yeah. At least it's plaque free, I oh, suppose. Yeah. Lovely. But yeah, I have friends who work in A&E and the number of people who are admitted because they have put something inside them that's broken. Whoa. Bottles that have caused a vacuum because they don't have a top on. That's Fucking really common. One man, one jar. Did you yeah. watch that back in the Unfortunately, day? Unfortunately, I did. I think I'm still mentally scarred. He's still rectally scarred, I believe. Yeah. Horrifying. Thank Do you not for... look that up. I, no. won't, I won't save it. No, no, no. <laughs> Honest to God. Oh, it's... Wow. It's hideous. That just really pulled something from the repressed depths of my mind, that story. So Keep thank it you. There. Yeah. Keep it there. That's crazy. I'm not here to kink shame, but that is yeah. absolutely uh, not a, a safe representation yeah. of, how, of how to how to lead into your fetishes. Mm. Yeah, we've I've heard um, reports on people who've put salt and pepper shakers up their bums. Lots of things disappearing up people's back doors. And maybe if we were taught more about this, yeah. then there would be fewer accidents okay. that, were, in, that yeah. were the result of people trying to experiment with themselves. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think w- so. We had uh, episode a couple of weeks ago around a belly button fetish uh-huh. is like did you ever think you'd say that line oh i know classic <laughs> I, I think my question is just in terms of women i feel like because that self-pleasure thing is so taboo how do you get in touch with like your fantasies your niches your like your things you like because at the moment i think for a lot of years a lot of us just go acoustic we go manual down there and how do you know wrong with that acoustic but like yeah. But like, I think what I would like to do more is get away from the idea of porn, like to inspire you. I know obviously I spoke about pop culture, but mm. I think a big thing for a lot of people is that they look to performative sex to know what they should be liking themselves. Uh-huh. Yeah. How I'm- would you recommend someone gets inside inside themselves? <laughs> <laughs> I guess a lot of yoga. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to have to be more flexible than a... Than a- they're a yoga master in order to climb inside your own crevices. Yeah. Um, there's, there's quite a few layers to that question. So yes. shall we break it down? Yeah, absolutely. Um, the first, I guess, is your, your reasons for masturbating at all. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there is a real push to intellectualize and romanticize women's masturbation. Oh, yeah. It always has to be like, well, I do it for my wellness or I do it because it's part of a ritual yes it is absolutely fucking fine to do some fingery self fuckery because it's hot and because it's fun you know that is legitimate the same the same way that it is for men um having said that for a lot of people, masturbation is also about self-care. Right. Um, there was a survey carried out by a Japanese sex toy company called Tenga. Mm-hmm. They asked 10,000 people worldwide across nine different countries about their masturbation habits. So yeah. it was a pretty like pretty big survey. Yeah. Um, and they found that for British people, um, the, they, they rated masturbation just below having a kip having a sleep and above things like listening to chill out music or taking a warm bubble bath. Wow. Uh, take that sound with. <laughs> <laughs> or taking, as opposed to a cold bubble bath. Yeah, no, it's really strange. <laughs> <hard. laughs> uh, or taking a warm bubble bath mm. in terms of chilling them out and, and uh, mm. de-stressing them. So there's right. a lot of people who are touching themselves because their day has, has death gripped them. <laughs> <laughs> you know? um, 
it's a great way of learning about your body and mm. the things that feel good to you and yeah. maybe the fantasies that you want to indulge. Right. Yeah. It's also a really good way of knowing what your normal is. If okay. you're regularly touching, exploring, looking at your bits and bobs, mm. you are more likely to know if something unusual or wrong is happening. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, I work with a gynecological cancer charity called the Eve Appeal. And one of the major issues we have is that um, women don't notice things like rashes or thickening in the skin yeah. or lumps and things like that because they're not touching themselves or they've been taught that that's a bad thing to do. Yeah. And they don't know when something has maybe, you know, gone a little bit off piste and they need yeah. to go and see yeah. the GP and get it, get it checked out. Um, I always think masturbation also can be a form of self-celebration. I know that when my body, when I'm demonstrating to myself that my body has the ability to make me feel really good, yeah. I find it easier to feel good about my body. Wow. Yeah. So it kind of contributes to my my self-esteem and my yeah. self-confidence and, and my, bod, my, my positive body image. Yeah. Mm. And of course, if I know how to get myself off, if and when I want to, it's easier for me to tell a partner that yes. so we can merrily get off together. Um, so uh, also as you get older, um, if you're a person with a vagina and you enter the menopause, mm. um, what's horribly called vaginal atrophy can happen. Ugh. Yeah, I feel like what's we need that? to rebrand that as v- v- vaginal atrophy. Yeah. <laughs> it's your prize for yeah. making this far. Unfortunately, it's a shit prize. Oh. Uh, it's when um, blood flow decreases to the vaginal area, oh. um, hormonal ish- uh, changes mean that you produce less natural moisture, and the whole thing could become um, less plump more dry more uncomfortable masturbation can help bring pump that blood back into the places it's needed naturally stimulate a bit more of that moisture using yourself helps you not lose yourself as you get older so so there's so many reasons to masturbate yeah Um, you asked about how to lean into what you like without relying on porn Porn. yeah Mm. what what are your views on porn so I I worry that with our generation we see such a performative and perfected version of sex mm-hmm. and I think in terms of intimacy I, I've from a personal level I've struggled with things like libido from the pill from depression from anxiety uh-huh. and I feel like that kind of factor of having this amazing visual takes away from mm. that moment where I'm in tune with myself and what I like and my imagination and things like that it's more just like oh no what's someone else doing and mm. um, we're getting more and more disconnected from the idea of self and that self-celebration and self-exploration. That's my view, I think. It sounds like for you at the moment, porn, or at least the porn you're consuming, mm. isn't an enjoyable experience. I wouldn't say so. I'm I'm off it. I'm not, yeah. I don't tend to watch, I feel like I'm trying to gauge more into reality uh-huh. and say that, yeah. If it's not getting you off, then switch it off. There is no obligation, yeah. an obligation, if you will, <laughs> to consume porn uh-huh. as part of your par- private or partnered sexual practice. Sure. Yeah. I don't think it's necessarily a, always a bad thing if you are a porn fan. Mm. I think there's a lot of shame and sure. uh, and negativity attached to porn. And on one hand, rightly so. We know that a lot of porn is problematic. Mm. What it shows is problematic in Mm. terms of um, degrading experiences for women, uh, centering very much male pleasure. A lot of it is geared towards a cis mainstream male gaze or at least 
what porn companies think yes. that most cis men want or, or gearing them towards that. With regard to you not loving porn, yeah. have you guys, uh, is, is the idea of ethical porn on your radar, that concept? What's that? There are a number of companies trying to make porn in ways that better serves viewers and better serves everyone involved in the production. Mm. So it things, it's things like, Actors getting cared for while they're on set. Right. Lots of very proactive conversations about consent. Uh, actors being able to choose who they work with and mm. making sure that everything that they're going to do is agreed beforehand and there's no deviation from that or pressure when the cameras are on for yeah. them to actually mm. go a bit further or do something a bit more extreme. Um, they are their health is looked after in terms of STI tests and COVID tests and general well-being. Um, and also a lot of this porn tries to better serve consumers by showing lots of different body types mm, or different nice. types of queer sex. Uh, it, it's quite diverse. Um, it caters more to the female gaze. It tells unusual stories. Yeah. So rather than the wham, bam, thank you, ma'am stuff that you might see on Pornhub, mm. it's a lot more imaginative and... Um, oh, I love a fan fiction. Yeah. Back in the day. Yeah. <laughs> There's one woman actually called uh, Erica Lust who has been a pioneer in this field of pornography for quite some time. And one of her sites is called X Confessions. Right. And the yeah. idea is that it, all every porn film she makes is a story sparked off by a viewer's anonymous confession. Oh, wow. Something they've done or something they want to do. So it all spirals out of fantasy. Right. So you might enjoy that, but to be honest, it sounds like you are just, you're not in the in the moan zone when it comes to porn, are you? It's, I'm not. It's not making you ooh, it's oh, making you ew. It's not, it's not a complete ew. It's just, <laughs> it's just, I think in the, in the era of my life as it is now, I think I just need to put focus on me, put spotlight yes. on yeah. me. What's what I like, what's the vibe? So I feel like I just don't want to carry on that trope of looking to others. Because yeah. what they might satisfy them is so different to what might satisfy me. And I just, I think that's what I want to get in touch with. I think that sounds like a brilliant outlook Thanks. to pay attention to how you're feeling when mm. you're doing something. You know, is this actually making me feel uh, feel great? Yeah. Um, I, is what I'm viewing here making me feel bad about my body or That's pressured it. into liking something that actually isn't tickling my pickle and floating mm. my boat? Yeah. So well recognized. Thank you. Um, other things that you might want to explore if you're looking to maybe open your mind to fantasies. Mm. Uh, have you tried reading any literotica? Well, fan fiction back yeah. in the day. Yes, Harry Styles. Sorry, <laughs> sorry for putting you through that. Um, yeah, all that, I, I liked a bit of reading back on Reds in the Face no. uh, back in the day. Just, yeah, that, but not nothing as of late. Because that no. actually allows you to create the pictures in your own mind rather than seeing yeah. them on a screen, doesn't mm -hmm. it? There are some companies, I think one is called Realized Fantasy, right. where if you tell them what you're interested in, they will custom write you a story oh. or they have some templates That's where amazing. you can fill in like names of particular people that you fancy or... Me and Nas. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> what was that? Me and Nas. Oh, <laughs> Excellent. Yeah. Well, they can write you some beautiful bars about Nas. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Um, another simple practice that is more about recognizing the delicious elements of the everyday and mm. kind of opening your eyes as well as other areas mm -hmm. to that to the possibilities of pleasure is called sensate focus. Right. This invites you to tune in to something gorgeous that you can see, mm. something lovely that you can smell, 
oh. a feeling or you know a, a tactile sensation right um maybe a beautiful taste and not to do this just when you're self-pleasuring but try and notice it actively through the day like does it feel gorgeous when you step into your warm shower first thing in the morning and the, mm. the drops are pitter pattering over your skin pay attention Those to senses. the sense of your body right. yeah exactly mm. it's yeah. about rather than just relying on one single form of external yeah. um, visual stimulation like porn right tuning into the whole capacity of the world to turn mm. you on um i mean ba- maybe be careful with it on the bus it can get oh out, out that, of hand very quickly. two five four <laughs> stay away everyone <laughs> what's your like opinion on post-nut clarity do you think that's something that even as a woman it's a bit of a dirty thing about masturbation and self-pleasure like i feel like that idea that once you're done it's like oh what did i just do <laughs> Is there any way we can kind of rewrite our mind to just maybe be a bit kinder to ourselves yeah, in those moments? Great question. I've actually heard post-nut clarity to mean two things. Right. Some people mean that it's sort of like the release of, of having an orgasm or yeah. pleasuring themselves. Kind of like stop the, it stops them procrastinating about things and suddenly they're like able to see more clearly and they're like, right, banged one out and ready to get down <laughs> to it, you know. Yeah. I've finished with my procrastination. I now yeah. have a clear oh, view of that. life. You know, yeah. it's about that sort of positive, almost business-like energy that doing the business to yourself can supposedly mm. bring for some people. Me personally, I don't find that. I want to go and have a little nap. <laughs> it, it, doesn't, it doesn't, I don't find that uh, having a wank suddenly means that I'm not drawing a blankety-blank no. on things mm. that I was worried about. Um, the other uh, definition of post-nut clarity that I've heard is this idea that suddenly you become clear on the things you've just been fantasizing about or mm, right. you, you look at the porn that's just turned you on and you're a, you're it kind seems like, really close yeah, yeah, yeah you kind of what is that yeah yeah what exactly was that? yeah you're wigged out by what you just enjoyed <laughs> yeah there's a really strong biological reason for that oh really um our bodies are programmed to repress disgust when we are turned on oh. um and that's because if you think about it a lot of the elements of sex are kind of grim, aren't they? You mm. know, uh, it's if, if you're talking um, heterosexual penetrative sex, it is somebody putting their frequently fluffy, uh, lint covered, um, un, un, unwashed knob urine it, yeah yeah exactly yeah. Where the, the pee has just come out of that and they're they're putting it in your poo Thank you. you know yeah. yeah 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 it's lots of kissing and you know yeah. exchange of saliva you're right you're right in their sweat if yeah, you're yeah. into eating ass then you are putting your Ooh. mouth where where the sun do not shine yeah, yeah. um but uranus is is <laughs> uh, <laughs> really is really bringing it so there's lots of elements of sex that are are actually kind of squicky and icky right. but we need to have sex in order to continue the human race so our bodies push that down they turn up the turn on and turn down the turn off in order to allow us to have sex in order to propel us and our libido to feel to feel like we we want to do that disgusting Mm. thing Mm. afterwards that effect wears off and that's where the post-nut clarity of oh five minutes ago that felt like lust now it feels like disgust kicks in that yeah. can actually make a lot of people feel very weird and, mm. and worried about themselves. Mm. And they get anxious that the things they like are deeply strange. In most cases, you've got nothing to worry about. It's, yeah. re- it's very, very standard okay. to be turned on to something. It's turned on by something 
that uh, a couple of moments later feels <laughs> abhorrent. That is not to say, of course, that if you have genuine concerns that uh, you've maybe been coerced into something or mm, that you're right. pushing yourself to do something that you really don't want, that's a different kettle of fish and you sure. should absolutely take that seriously. Mm-hmm. But yeah, if you're genuinely into something, but then maybe um, just feeling a little bit iffy about it afterwards, yeah. you've probably got nothing to sweat about. Love that. So there's a biological reason for the ick. Yes. There, there was <laughs> a- oh. <laughs> that, <that's- laughs> right. Yeah. So so what? I get excited about a boy, and then he starts having like spaghetti around his mouth, and then I'm like, what? <laughs> I that's think a that's, bit different, I, I think. I think that's yeah. a slightly different yeah. The yeah. idea that you might like fancy somebody and then they do something that um, Run after seemingly a ping pong small, ball. but it just really turns you off. Yeah. yeah. I'm not sure that that's linked to the sex disgust response, disgust right. repression. Right. Um, if anything, that's maybe just... An issue for me. It, yeah, it's just, yeah, it's just a little flag. <laughs> When's the last time you really got the ick? I see. Um, oh, maybe even three, four days ago. <laughs> yeah. Fresh. fresh yeah it's very fresh what um, was it i think it was i i hate sausage fingers and i, I feel like, i feel like i have sausage fingers right so <laughs> and not at all no. do, you don't, do you not think? i've never seen i mean i've never eaten such a perfectly manicured chipolata <laughs> no yeah, you don't i've got a no. thing with like fingers and hands and okay. I think the way i was held i was like oh, oh. Just, just take your hand off me oh god oh. like and do that again. Was it like five Greg sausage rolls? Or that it just felt like, do you know, not Frank, is it Frank, 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 yeah. but imagine if they're stuck together now. Oh, I was like, oh no, is no. it was that it? Is that and it was, was that one and done then? Yeah, was, we won't be seeing each other again. Thank no, you. It was sweaty hands as well. I was like, oh, no. I was like, oh, oh my skin, oh, yeah. don't, don't get off me. Yeah. You were like, Frank, certainly, my dear. I yeah. do. <laughs> Off. I'm like yeah. That. yeah, that was, yeah, not for me. Jokes. No. Just quickly, how do you guys feel about the pre-date bait? I masturbating before you go on a date. Oh, yeah. I think that actually gives you a post-nut clarity in the best way because you're maybe a bit more level-headed. You're not so enamored and up in that like, woo zone I'm, I'm yeah. too nervous for that i don't think i'll be able to do it i'm more like let's get this update over and done with oh yeah. really yeah and i'm I, like just hurry up let yeah. it come and then oh, Look, maybe slap me around the face with your sausage <laughs> let's, let's get this thing finished yeah. i've got yeah. places to go right yeah i know i'm just a bit too, way too nervous before really so i don't think i'll be able to put myself in that kind of mindset like let's just relax ourselves and then go i don't think we do it i'll probably go to bed afterwards yeah. the sex toy company bird who make really beautiful quite sculptural toys some of them um have a dual feature where they work as like little night lights as well oh, They're wow. very they teamed up with a dating app called pure and found that um of the people they surveyed 71 percent said that they would have a quick wank before they headed out on a date. Wow. Oh, wow. Um, some of them said it like boosted their self-confidence, sure. like, made them feel more sexy and sultry. Oh. And they, like, they were walking out with a spring in their step and some ride in their stride. Oh. Um, I have a feeling that there were probably some men in the mix who weren't admitting that they were actually hoping to get laid later in the evening. And so they were like, <gasps> last quickly just whipping one out earlier so they could last longer later. Yeah. Classic oh. fucking think, patriarchy, uh, honestly. Th- oh, no. I think no it, 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 it might be that they want to uh, they want to be more 
uh, impressive look. Oh yeah, so, no, yeah. it's very intentional. It's nice. Yeah. I see that. But yeah, I think presuming that you're, <laughs> presuming you're, you're going to get your ends away. I, I guess it depends on how vigorous a wanker you are, because some of my personal exploits, I'm sweating by the end of it. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. You know, I've really got myself involved. So yeah, I, I'm not sure that I'd want to rock up on a date looking obviously kind of like flustered, yeah. frazzled. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, hi. Sorry. I'm just yeah. 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 <laughs> Like, oh, hi, yeah. I'm just gonna, yeah, I'll be back one second. Uh, yeah, I couldn't do it. No. Joke. So I would like us to tap into the anatomy of the vagina. Seeing as me and Lauren do have a lot of questions to ask, and don't I don't have like, a clue what's going on. Yeah, there. we don't know what's going on. Nick. So, could you just give us a little insight of the actual. Absolutely. Thank yeah, you. Let me give you the lowdown on your download parts. Oh, yeah. Love it. First of all, can I ask, what do you guys mean when you say vagina? A floof. The vagina? The, the kitty the cat. Ben's nani. Ben's punani. Ben Flan. Ben Flan. Ben Affleck. Is that like Scottish <laughs> dessert? <laughs> what the heck is that? An ancestor. The... Place the v. everything down there. This yeah. yeah, this is the issue. It's would, it's yeah. not. Would you get your vagina waxed, for example? No, you get yeah. your no maybe pu- you pubic hairs Pubes. wax. I think you're on the right track, ladies. But you do need a bit of clarification. <laughs> Thank you. Okay, officially, and I recognise that a lot of people, loads of folks, use the term vagina to mean mm. the whole shebang, the yes. whole the whole lady wang. The officially, the vagina is actually. Uh, just the muscular elastic tube that leads from the outside of the body all the way up to your cervix. So the vagina is uh, the bit where you would put a tampon or a menstrual disc. It's where where your periods come out. And if you were having penetrative sex, it's where a penis would go in. Mm -hmm. That is your vagina. The official name for everything else, or like everything on the outside, um, is actually the vulva. Vulva. So a lot of people, when they say my, my vagina, they need they mean my vulva. Oh my and god! And to help me remember this, vagina, vagin, in. It's actually got the word in there. It's the inside yeah. bits. Oh. You inside it was tube in before yeah. our eyes. Mm. And the vulva, vulva, right. breathing out is everything on the outside. Now I've brought along a little friend. Love oh, this cute. is my plush Valva, mm. and that's her name. Who is a, a she's a an educational plush toy. Um, so I can show you all the bits and bobs that you Amazing. have. Cool. Christy, would you like to give Val a little snuggle Let's on the cuddle? Go. Hey, yeah. Val. Um, it's this little thing here, the clitoris. I can understand why you would think that. Um, but actually, if you lift up Val's little hat, which <gasps> is supposed to represent the clitoral hood, you'll see underneath there is your clitoral glands. This? Yes. This is how big it now, is. Now, m- m- <laughs> Val is... Ever so, I'd say she's slightly out of proportion. (laughs) So Val is designed to be an an unintimidating, cuddly, uh, vulval model. Sure. I use her when I'm talking to younger people who might not understand a medical diagram. I use her when I'm speaking with people who've maybe been through medical trauma or sexual trauma and associate Mm -hmm. things like... um, uh, anatomical diagrams with hospitals and, right. and bad experiences. Yeah. And also, I just think she's a great conversation starter, isn't Absolutely. she? A squishy, squishy vulva really is a lot easier. Yeah. 
she, yeah. she doubles as a brilliant pillow as well and I'm traveling long distance so she's got a lot going for her mm. but I will say maybe her proportions aren't spot on okay. the other thing about her which I'm trying to rectify is she's extremely symmetrical you'll oh. see that Val's lips here are little bit too exact, perfect yeah they're quite they're quite Matt straight and yeah and and tucked away <laughs> it's very very normal to have yeah. fr frills and spills coming oh. out you might have one lip longer than the other oh. for some people their labia minora which are those inside lips hang down lower outside the labia majora which are the outside bits um the other thing about um about labia val minora, labia minora. Huh? They've got very um, Italian type names. Labia Minora, oh. Labia Madora. And what would Madame like to eat today from our <laughs> from our lunch menu? Um, maybe the lab maybe Labia not. Minora with the a labia. side. Do not have a whole Lauren. Oh, yeah, it's very soft. She's like, so I'll just it. take the carbonara. Yeah. You're fine. Yeah, You're please. fine. So the um, the little rosebud that you identified yeah. there, which I can I can totally understand why you thought that was the clitoris. That's actually your, the urethra or your pee hole. Oh, it's where your pee comes out. Yeah. The other thing about Val is that she doesn't show uh, the entire internal structure of the clitoris. Mm. She only shows that nubbin, that that, that button, that, button. We're, that most of us are familiar with. That that's called the clitoral glands right. yeah. and the hood that usually covers it in most people although not all mm. the clitoris is actually a lot bigger than that that it goes way down deeper into the body and it has all these sort of these hidden extra parts so i have another uh, a little model here <laughs> which i'm afraid is a bit chafed and bashed <laughs> much like my own it's seen oh. places it's seen things yeah yeah um, it looks like it's had a run-in with a cheese grater. That's oh one experience I've not had. The part that you can see on the outside of the body that mm. we just, that generally people call the clitoris, yeah. is actually just the tip of a much bigger iceberg. And the whole clitoral body has these two legs that extend down behind the labia called crura and two bulbs as well, which again are hidden Gross. inside the body. And when you're turned on, this spongy tissue that makes mm -hmm. up these crura and bulbs expands and gets it gets hard it gets it gets firmer much like a male erection mm. um it's there's a lot of uh, it's homologous really to 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 male genitalia um so yeah the the clitoris is a lot bigger a lot She's deeper amazing yeah. so much more than than we see on the surface yeah wow and any any part of like anything other than the clitoris that is for such uh self-pleasure like the whole lot i'm sorry than anything <laughs> no <laughs> tell me you you know everything that you've been taught yeah it's not your fault i know um but actually although the clitoris is the only organ that is solely designed just for a good time it's just right. there for pleasure yeah that whole area of your body is really sensitive and has beautiful potential to feel great right. a lot of women are taught that masturbation means just rubbing your nubbin as fast as you can mm -hmm. uh, and that you should go straight for that like you're playing darts and it's the bullseye um, the truth is that you can uh, experiment with lightly pulling or stroking your pulling. labia. Yeah, some people are into a little bit of pressure or, I'd be or tugging. To, like, pull it all. It's not going to come off, Christy. You're not fucking <laughs> Mrs. Potato Head. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> 
Well, Please don't treat your, your foof like a sponge. Uh, no. um, I think you have enough self-control to not rip your own lady yeah. off. Oh, can you imagine? Oh, hell yeah. no. But yes, yeah. some, some people do like a little bit of a tug or a stroke. Some people find um, putting a bit of pressure um, on the top of the pubic mound, right. so just above their clitoris where your pubes grow, uh, particularly if they're also penetrating themselves, can feel really good. And part of that is because of um, something I believe that you want to chat about further that is commonly called mm. the G-spot. Who is she? G. Well, She's a G. She is kind of um, a master of disguise and illusion mm. uh, because for a long time, like since, since the 80s, when Beverly Whipple first named the G-spot after Ernst Grafenberg, who oh. uh, was a researcher who looked... Excuse, looked um, is that a man? Yes, so Ernst... <laughs> Would uh, be, wouldn't it? Uh, well, hell. this is misunderstood. Okay. Damn. He did all sorts of research into that, but into vaginas and vulvas uh, in the 50s. Right. But it was actually Beverly Whipple who re-examined his research and then named the G-spot after him in the 80s. And since then, it has caused all manner of issues because mm. people have been looking for this elusive area called the G-spot. Right. It sounds like a very definite thing, right? Mm. In truth, the G spot doesn't exist. I knew it. At, at least <laughs> I knew it because I always, I always thought like, oh, you guys are just gassing. You're capping. You're talking shit. G this, G that, G no, no. There's no G. Yeah, the G is not a G. So well, there is a little bit more to the story than okay. just a G. <laughs> a G. Yeah. yeah. So it doesn't exist as um, a, what's called a, a discrete anatomical structure. It, yeah. It's not a one Spot. thing that you mm. can find. Mm. If you go and dissect cadavers, which, you know, it's not really very sexy. Chris, you're just pulling off her clip, pulling off her vulva. <laughs> <laughs> We're back to potato hair again, aren't we? Yeah. Um, if you do look at bodies in mm. that way and, and dissect them surgically, you will not find the G-spot. There's not a thing right. that you can pull out of the body and go, there it is! Note like it down, it. guys. Yeah. Note yeah. it down. Having said that, there is an area on the front wall of the vagina, mm -hmm. about a, about an, an inch or so up, um, that becomes more plump when women are aroused or can do. It tends to feel a little bit texturized, kind of bumpy. Some people say it feels like corduroy, which is the least sexy oh. thing that I can imagine. <laughs> yeah. I've been outfitters. And for uh, some women, not all, stimulation of this area which i call the g area and a right. lot of sex experts now say the g area because yeah. it's not just one spot it's a general zone yeah some also call it the clitorourethral vaginal complex that's Whoa. a bit long though that's isn't it? A, yeah, yeah it's a bit of a mouthful yeah. maybe not the kind of mouthful we want to sex. <laughs> Some people find that stimulation of that area can feel really good mm -hmm. and can potentially make them orgasm in a way that feels slightly different to stimulating the clitoris on the outside of the body. Mm -hmm. Now, the reason that we now believe that that part of the body can feel great to some people is, do you remember we spoke about how the clitoris is actually much bigger than mm, it looks yeah. from the outside? And that glands, that little button, that tip that you yeah. can see yeah. externally actually extends a lot bigger internally. When you're rubbing the G area, you are potentially stimulating 
the internal clitoris from the back. The bulbs. Yeah, the bulbs and the crora and the, the this this, <laughs> the, ache, this the, the back of the body of the clitoris. Yeah. For some women, that feels amazing. Mm-hmm. But not all women are built the same. Some people's clitorises are angled differently. Right, so, so my uh, yeah. point is, it's not about length. Because that people no, say, oh, well, yeah. I've got good girth, so that means I can hit your G-spot better. That's maybe not a thing. It's a lie. No. <laughs> I mean, there are certain positions that will uh, put more pressure and friction right. on that G area, arguably, which some people find pleasurable. But there's a lot of talk about, oh, if you hit the G spot, you're absolutely going to guarantee that she's going to have an oh so big that a world will fall in, right? Mm. <laughs> I hate anybody. No, no, I don't hate anybody. <laughs> Period. I hate the idea of anything being guaranteed in sex because yeah. it's just not. Sex is not one size fits no, all. No. There is not one thing that works for everybody. everybody. It's about mm. exploration, experimentation, and learning about yourself. Mm-hmm. Yourself can also change through your life. Yeah. Something that absolutely made you feel whoop de doo one day can make you feel boo hoo the next day. Yeah. Maybe because your body has changed due to aging or Mood. hormones yeah. or yeah or you're on different sure. pills. If you get depressed then that can affect how your body feels. If you take antidepressants, that can affect how your body yeah. feels. Yeah. There's so many ingredients in the mix mm-hmm. that can mean that the way you do your cake is baked changes, yeah. you know? Um, Jeez, so G area. Yeah, the G area. area. That G to my area grave. is the way forward. Yeah, yeah. VIP. I think my G spots are my G rave grave. <laughs> 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 All right. It's it's worth it, if you want to explore uh, stimulating that area. Then sure, go ahead. Um, I will warn you that for some women, it actively doesn't feel pleasant. Mm. Um, for some people, it as well as stimulating the back of the the internal clitoris, it also stimulates the bladder. So oh, just yeah, you need you to feel pee. like you need to pee. Right. Yeah. Or um, it can feel quite sore. Um, a lot of advice that you read will say to press quite hard. Mm. For some women, that's banging. For other people, it just feels like they're being banged and clanged, and <laughs> they, they don't like that. The so there is actually another spot higher up in the body called the A spot. What? An- yeah, the anterior fornix, Roger. I've not heard of that, that one. No, it's a bit more of an ex- obscure one. It's not. Oh, she's it's not been all around town like Miss oh, G. Wow. <laughs> Mrs. A is far more discreet. She's also harder to reach. So your A spot is. Um, let me think about how, how to describe this. It's further up inside the the vagina. Mm. Again, it's on the front wall, so towards your belly button, not towards your backbone. Oh. And the A spot is located sort of in a little crevice between your where your cervix drops down into the vaginal canal and where the vagina ends. So oh. it's, it's, it's a little cul-de-sac that you've got hidden just underneath your womb. And for some people, stimulating that feels mind-blowing. Wow. So they get really deep orgasms. For other people, it feels like they've they've gone caving in their own cavern and it's all, it's <laughs> all too much. Yeah, yeah. Damn. Jesus. They don't like spelunking in their own spunk zones. <laughs> Damn. Very hard to reach with fingers alone, sausage oh. or oh. otherwise. So. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So we've heard you've brought in some sex toys for me and Christy to explore oh. via blindfolds. <laughs> the idea is that I'm going to cover your eyes and give oh. you something designed for use between your thighs. <laughs> 
And using the power of touch mm-hmm. and your imagination, yeah. you're going to try and tell me what you think it is and okay. what it's used for. Uh, now, the toys I've brought in span very much from the mild to the wild. Some of them are for beginners. Some of them are definitely for people whose first rodeo this ain't. So some are a little bit more extreme, okay? <laughs> <laughs> little amateurs in the corner. How do yeah. you both feel about sex toys? I find them hilarious. Uh-huh. I, I love the descriptions online and stuff especially on twitter the twitter thread sometimes yeah. especially when the americans go like proper in on it like that rose rose one, toy rose that toy went was viral. Real yeah that yeah. one i was just like do you know what the way they're describing it i need to touch that and see that what's going yeah. on there but um i'm quite intrigued the rose has had a lot of people coming up roses and coming <laughs> <laughs> it's a clitoral stimulator that yeah. uses uh, air pulse technology Crazy. to sort of like so to kind of suck very, very fast. So rather than a more oh traditional vibration yeah. where a motor um, causes the toy to pat um, repeatedly against yeah. the clitoris, God. this one sucks. Oh Some people, they find um, too much vibration, too much of that repeated patting. It kind of makes them feel a bit sore or a bit numb. Yeah. So a, a, a sucking toy can be great if, uh, if, you, if you're not really a vibe fan. We don't need men. We basically don't need men. No. Well, no, we, no, it's going. We no, do. Need nobody, them. Really, nobody needs men. You know, but it's good to have them. But it's amazing we've got these toys to just like. Advertise percent. Although I'd, I'd also say that men, if they wish to, and I would absolutely recommend that they do, yeah. can learn to use these tools as their teammates to make themselves mm, better lovers. There is this idea, particularly amongst guys, I think where they see sex toys as their competition mm. when oh. actually they are compliments. I always say, if somebody asked you to cut down a tree and you couldn't do it with your hands, would you find it emasculating to use an ax? Of course no, not. No, you yeah. wouldn't. No. So whether you're trying to cut down a tree to, to have wood for your fire or whether you're trying to start a fire in your lady's pants, <laughs> learning how to use the tools, how to wield them and how to wield them well yeah. and to listen to your partner telling you what they want from those sex toys as well. That is a much met- better approach and attitude to have than just going, I don't like toys because I think yeah. they're going to put you off my willy. <laughs> well, you've had yeah. it here first. Like, they're your friends. Yeah, right. exactly. They, are friends. They, are, they are your teammates. They are, they are absolutely not they're not against you right with you they're with you love it i'm excited with that are you ready to have some toys with you ladies okay this one comes in a very pretty box gorgeous i want to hear my lauren's reaction (laughs) oh my god inside wow is it like one of them like toys that is like the small person, the small, they get smaller, 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 smaller. Do you mean um, Russian dolls like? Is that what it's called? <laughs> a, m- oh. a muff matroshka. <laughs> is that what it's called? I never, oh God. Colors uh, giving vape. Vape? <laughs> <laughs> I do know what you mean. Yeah. Proud Mary. Yeah. <laughs> is that what it's called? Is that? Lost Mary. Oh, I know nothing. I'm not down with the kids, Proud sorry. Proud Mary. Proud Mary. Is oh, okay. Oh, the way this is taking long, I'm yeah. getting scared. Like, okay, how yeah, big don't is worry, this? Don't worry. <laughs> okay, I'm going to turn this on for you. Oh my gosh. So it is one that vibrates. Vibrate, vibrate, vibrate. Oh. Okay, I've got it on a fairly high setting. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, why does it feel like that? <laughs> oh. What does it feel like to you? Like two, like a ball. Uh-huh. And then the same. You've been oh. hanging out with some people with very interesting balls. Yeah. What is that? What is this bit? 
have a guess. That is powerful though. Is, is this like a little mini willy? Oh, <laughs> I can see why you say that. Is it a mini willy? Do you do you want to unveil your eyes yeah. and, and all will be revealed? It looks like it feels like it. Why does it look like the jellyfish from Shark Tale or something? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's by a company called Pink Punch and it's supposed to look like a little mushroom. So it's uh, yeah, capitalizing on the whole toadstool trend mm. that's big at the moment. It's very whimsical, it's very cute. It does that too. Yeah. <laughs> What's it doing? Fucking it pul- it's got different pulse uh it's got different pulse modes so it vibrates in different patterns and at different tempos it's designed primarily for use on your clitoris on your on, the, on your external, external. yeah right. well, right, right, right. well done Lauren. thank I'm you i'm very proud of you Hi. you just got a gold star from <laughs> yeah. mama yeah, yeah. <laughs> But you could also use it, for example, um, on nipples. Oh. You could stroke it over your labia. This is a quite a versatile toy. And because it's very small and sort yeah. of unobtrusive, it would be, you know, kind of good for introducing to partner play if you uh, were a bit of a toy newbie. I she's think. quite subtle, I think. Yeah, yeah. She's, it feels really good. That's gorgeous. So this but, is a vibrator, essentially. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that's right. a vibrator. Your turn. Okay. Enjoy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> now this one I'm just going to get it set up for you which oh. is going to take a little bit of preparation no problem uh, so first of all I'm going to activate function number one. Oh god Ooh, la la. it's a nice colour though can you hear that yeah <laughs> I'm just going to bring it to its maximum capacity there okay and I'm also oh. going to activate <laughs> the vibrations Oh my god! I'm gonna okay. feel that in my kidneys. So I'm gonna hand this to you now. Okay. Oh. <laughs> what? It's length. <laughs> it's giving popsicle stick or baby's dummy. <laughs> Inappropriate but accurate. Oh wait! Yeah. So this has got a handle. So is this going up my bum? Uh, it. It's designed primarily <laughs> to go up your bum, although if you cleaned it thoroughly, you could put it up your muff as well. Wow. Okay, now this, this toy has a very special and quite innovative function. If you hold that top bit and squeeze it with your hand, how does it feel? I'm squeezing like yeah. there. Yeah. Oh my, oh my God. What does it feel like? Bass. <laughs> <laughs> like, if I was at Glastonbury and they've just turned it down. Yeah. Oh my God. Okay. Using your other hand, yeah, can you feel along the front of the toy where there is a there should you should find a set of three buttons on the handle? What here? Uh, other side. Can you can you see? Can you feel those indented buttons? Yeah, yeah. I want you to put your finger on the one in the middle. Oh God, it's hard. Christy, can you tell me the middle one? Is it this? Uh, no, no, that one. There. Go up. There you go. <laughs> I mean, this is a great test for using toys <laughs> yeah. in the dark. Isn't it? <laughs> yes. Okay, and I want you to quickly press that twice. Oh. Oh, God. Hang on. Oh, fucking hell. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Tire. Now, what did that now, just do? Now wow. press it again and hold it. Yep. Oh. What the fuck? Is it going lengthways? <laughs> what do you think is happening? It's elongating in my <gasps> anus. <laughs> is that it? What? <laughs> this, what is, what you're trying to Let debate. Me, can I see it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God. Okay. That won't go inside. So this, <laughs> this is a toy that you, uh, 
This is a toy that allows you to inflate it while you masturbate wow. it. Yeah. That is amazing. And then quickly deflate it by pressing that button twice. It's from a company <laughs> called Satisfier. Amazing, right? Uh, who are really, really great, not only at making imaginative toys of their own, but right. also if you, be, between you, me and the gatepost, if you've spied a really awesome toy, but this is super, super expensive and you want to try it, mm. Satisfier have usually made a more financially viable version of yeah, that toy. Dupe. Still to, yeah, right. yeah. Commonly known as a dupe, yeah. Wow. This one is a dupe, just a duper, super duper duper for your pooper. <laughs> it's called the Booty Connect. Wow. Um, it inflates because it's designed to very gradually expand inside your butthole. Right. If you wanted to maybe train yourself uh, for more enjoyable anal sex, if that was something you wanted to do. Okay. You could always, you could also just use it vaginally. And if you're someone that enjoys uh, having something increasingly girthy there, if you want to use it in both spots, of course you're going to have to scrub-a-dub-dub that and make sure that it's thoroughly cleaned yep. because the germs in your back area don't get on well with sure. the germs within oh, the, the, the flora and fauna in the front. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, but it's a very versatile toy. Amazing. Love that. <laughs> the connect bit comes because it works with an app. So you can remote control it. It can buzz in time to music on Spotify. Whoa! So you could have a lovely time with When now. the beat drops. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's a mate to yeah. Nars. That is crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Nars in your ass. Nars in your ass. Wow. Damn. TLC in your tush. Oh Damn. my God. Oh God. Let's get ready to rumble. Here we go, Christy. Why are you all giggling and stuff? Oh. <laughs> what? You all right? Let's see if I can get you a little bit of sound for this one Hang on. who is she <laughs> no lauren what's going on hey smile okay christy this one is um <laughs> something of a fantastical toy i would say mm. all right coming sling from... it over sling <laughs> over mm. coming direct for me to the poor unfortunate soul that is you ready oh. nice okay got a good grip and yeah. the rest of it haul it in <laughs> What, what in the elephant truck is this? <laughs> what is oh, oh. what is this? Oh. <laughs> this elephant's trunk. It actually is the elephant's trunk, isn't it? You're not far off. It's a good guess. Indiana Jones. Where is that going? Indiana Bones. <laughs> Why is that? This this part is just. <laughs> It's like you with your little clarinet. What you were saying about earlier. Say, you do look like you're playing the clarinet. <laughs> no, guys. Okay, what is this? What do you think it is? What's your final guess? Um, I'm trying to. Think, I'm trying to think where where would it go? It goes. Sure, it's not going. It's going into your vagina. It can do. <gasps> it Does it go into the in, in the back? Yes, it can go in the back. Yeah, but this, ain't this a bit too flimsy for the back? Uh, you can feed it in. Yeah. So you're gonna be like snake it, snake it round. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Not in one go. Usually Yay. requires some build up and a lot of lube. Oh my god, guys, that's lovely. That this bit is just this is amazing here, but everything here, I, 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 this is just a mad thing. Throwing you. Yeah. And why is it so long? <laughs> can I take my? Blood? Yes, you can. Yes, you can. Oh, Reveal all. Single lady, reveal yourself. Oh, what in the octopus is going on? <laughs> oh no, 
It's quite Ursula-esque, isn't it? Yeah. This oh. is an octopus tentacle dildo from Cinnovator who specialise in making fantasy dildos. So they don't look anything like usually real penises. It's given Avatar. It is. It oh, is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, That's intimidating to me, that is. It's, yeah. it's definitely a specialist toy. I don't mm. think it's designed to appeal to the mass market. Right. For a start, you'll notice that um, it, it's... It is on the larger side. Yeah, a bit too large. <laughs> this is for people. No, <laughs> I love that you're just trying to wrangle that. Um, this is this toy is designed for people who uh, want to have literally an out of this world experience wow. and who uh, like to challenge themselves to fill themselves up with as much toy as they can handle. Wouldn't this You'd make need- you sick? If you'd have, you have to work up to it slowly in order for, to- for it to be safe. It, it's it's made in terms of um making you sick through the material it's body safe silicone so it's totally fine but i wouldn't advise going from naught to 100 and trying <laughs> to insert the entirety of the tentacle up your up yeah your, your jack seat yeah wow that is whoa yeah goodbye <laughs> <laughs> it's a wonderful yeah. wide world it's isn't it amazing yeah. what's out there really truly i'm getting it- <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting the vibe from you, Christy, that that's probably not um, one that you'd want to take home. And, oh, uh, hell no, 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 no. 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 These, these fantasy toys do get really interesting, by the way, even more so than that. There are that's ones crazy. that have little pumps where you can make them uh, ejaculate, sorry, you can make them ejaculate uh, fake spunk. Ooh. Wow. There's one called the ovipositor where it comes with a mold and you can craft your own gelatinous jelly eggs and then it essentially lays <laughs> eggs inside of you for people with alien fetishes and fantasies. What the fuck? Uh-huh. Whoa. Lauren, are you excited? I am. A lot, a lot of the toys we've looked at so far are about fantasy and escapism. I think, mm. I think it's very brave both for the companies who make those and the people who consume them to go, you know what, this is my sex life. I'm not hurting myself. I'm not hurting anybody else. So yeah. I'm going to go out there and have fun with it. Mm. And I can totally understand as well that if you've had a hard day at the office, putting one of those in your orifice will definitely make you forget about your spreadsheets, right? Yeah. <laughs> now this toy is less remarkable maybe in what it is but unusual in who it's made by and what it represents societally. Now, these come as a pair. So I'm going to pass the twins over to you now, Lauren. Oh. Hello. (laughs) Thank, oh my God. Are they wet? Not yet. No. Doing ASMR noise with your mouth. Whoever that is. Do you know there's recently been a lube launched that is designed specifically to appeal to people who are into ASMR. Really? So it makes the maximum amount of like slurpy oh. sounds when you use it. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. How does it feel? Like I love those the little trendy candlesticks that they all the kids have got on TikTok. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm guessing these these are butt plugs, types of plugs. Ding, 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 ding. Yay. 10 points to Team Lauren. I win, I win. You gorgeous, gorgeous, Very. really aesthetic <laughs> as well. Very I love that kind of like beetle flip paint effect. Absolutely, mm. yeah. Can you guess which very, very well-known household name makes those little butt buddies? Dettol. 
You're not, <gasps> no, you're not get, far really? off. Really? Yeah, yeah. What? That was continue just, along the continue along the lines of D. Uh, D. 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 Drex. Drex. Durex. 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 My favourite rapper. Of course Durex. it wasn't going to be a fucking household cleaning. <laughs> it was going to be... Yeah, well, right. Well, you can actually buy those in Sainsbury's. Really? So, yeah. yeah. So if you wanted to buy them along with your Dettol or your toilet <laughs> duck or whatever, you yeah, pop, pop them in your... Pop them in your basket with your with your potatoes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is Durex's first ever anal toy. It's oh. a part of a new range that also includes a stroker toy for people with penises. The reason I think that this is really important is when you think Durex, you think reliability, you think safety, sure. you think um, all the things that your parents want for you, right? When it comes mm. to sex, mm. you know. Um, if a very reliable brand like that are producing toys for men to masturbate with wow. or for people to explore anal play, yeah. then I think that says a lot about how we as a society are becoming more accepting and more open-minded to the fact that um, masturbating with toys isn't just about clitoral and vaginal stimulation for women. Absolutely, um, yeah. More inclusive, I'm exactly, all for that. Exactly, exactly yeah. that. I am a big advocate as well for anal experimentation solo. I think before you do anything with your butt and a bud, it's a really good idea to kind of... um, Suss it out yourself. To suss it out, yeah, to suss it out yourself. So that you know how it feels to you, you know what your boundaries maybe are. If you're worried about things like mess, and as a good friend of mine says, who's a sex educator, if you do go down the rabbit hole, be prepared to meet Alice. (laughs) Sometimes sometimes poop happens, you know, shit happens in this world. Learning how to avoid that and uh, keep anal sex as as clean as it can be is something that you can kind of practice on your own with anal play. Amazing. Um, one for you, one for me. <laughs> Love it. Lauren, are you ready? Yeah. For tantalizing toy number two. Ah, go Lauren. Go, go Lauren. Go, go Lauren. So funny. <laughs> <laughs> what? Are we wearing it? Lauren. What's the matter? The way this thing looks I'll get it out. I'm even scared. It has a case. This is giving, you know, can I describe what type of case? If you had like an instrument. Let's say a violin case. Oh Uh la la. Um, It's giving violin. flute. Yeah, Yeah. like I used to play the clarinet. Uh Uh-huh. That's giving clarinet flip. Well, English, clarinet box. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to unzip the box. Oh, she sounds large. This too. I'm... Now this is a mains powered toy, so it has a long cord. Oh. For- and you're all oh. you, you're going to want yeah. to tense your muscles a bit, Lauren, because this one's got some heft. It's oh, quite heavy. I've, I've got it's no strength in my arms. I hope it'll be alright. Yeah. Oh what the f No, that's not going inside anyone. Ah <laughs> uh, oh, I've seen these before. <laughs> this is huge. This is almost too big. Just for big five foot eleven girls like me, or <laughs> okay, do I? Is Absolute it in? myth, by the way, that the bigger the person, the bigger the toy they can take. Uh, really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Is, do I put it on or anything, or is it just a? Do we have the ability to plug it in? Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. 
It's Christy, giving. Christy, would you like to wait? Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll the plug it in. Do the honors, please. Okay. Let me just set the move for you, <laughs> baby. It's oh. giving. It's giving. Is this thing on? <laughs> uh, wait, hold on. It's coming. Alright, cool. It, it's like part mic, part magic mic. I love it. Wow. Yeah. Don't drop the mic though, because honestly, you'll break a floorboard. Fuck, that really? Thing is heavy, isn't it? Yeah. Oh my god. Okay, you're now plugged in. Oh god. Yeah. I'm online. Can you I'm can live. you find the buttons? Oh, oh my god! <laughs> wow, I'm getting really hot. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. Oh my god, this would not be discreet. It's coming in for packaging, would it? If you like, order it online, oh my god! Of the many features that toy has to offer, discretion is not one of them. No. Yeah. Oh my God, no, I'm not hiding that in any of my drawers. <laughs> wow. Okay. What do you, th what do you, is it, you, you mentioned that you thought you knew what this was. Well, and it is a little bit of a famous toy, this one. This is external, right? Uh, you'd bloody well hope so, yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Okay, may I take the. Go for it. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> oh my God, it's really giving. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Whoa. Karaoke. It's more, I love the glitter. That's a bit, that's a bit isn't it? Love Do you that. want to press the button on the top and turn it off? Because it's quite loud oh, as is, well. It is, it is. Yeah. It's giving, wow. Okay. What you are holding is a variant of the famous magic wand vibrator, which right. was originally developed by Hitachi in Japan um, and was marketed as a, uh, as a massager, a body massager to this get around large. obscenity laws. Yeah. Now that one is made by a UK company called Doxy. Right. It's one of their older models. It's um, mains powered to give it that real oomph and heft. It's got yeah. a lot of power, right? Yeah. Yeah. That thing's got an engine that can rev. They now do do smaller versions, lighter versions, rechargeable versions, so you don't have to have the, the core trailing off them. The reason partly that it's so heavy is it's really well made. Right. And it's got a lot of motor motor in there. Yeah. But Doxy originally, um, some of the people who work there have a background in industrial scaffolding. So they really know <laughs> what they're doing with wow. metal. Yeah. Now, the reason that that is such a well-known toy is because it can deliver extremely strong and deep vibrations. Wow. I often hear vibrators described as either rumbly or buzzy. Mm. Buzzy tend to be the smaller ones where they're great for clitoral stimulation, and but the vibes don't travel too far through your body. So they don't stimulate a Gosh. lot of nerve endings. A rumbly vibrator... Ooh, that's a big daddy. Yeah. It yeah, exactly. It throbs. It's got that deep bass to it. Oh my it. God. And it tra those, those vibes travel further through the body. They awaken more nerve endings. They've got power to them. As a result, if you're somebody who maybe struggles to orgasm, this toy, although, it, you know, it's... It's it's not tiny, teeny and, and slight, is it? Yeah. It's a good thing to try if you want a pretty good bet at, at wow. having an orgasm. Wow. You can use it through clothes. Through clothes? Yeah. That could probably make you come through your jeans. <gasps> yeah. Wow. Sounds um, like it could be euphoric, really, if it's yeah. hard body sensation. Uh, it, is, it isn't discreet, but I think that maybe... 
we place too much emphasis on the idea that toys always have to be like hidden, taboo, hide tiny. it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I can un- I can un- I can understand why for lots of people that is something they're looking for. Yeah. If they're traveling with a toy or they're new to it and they don't want something that looks scary. <laughs> this is gonna come up can in you your ma- hand luggage. Can you imagine? Yeah. Oh, like, Excuse me, darling. Can you just come to the side and they take? No, bye. That's a, that's a yeah. hair tool. That's yeah. just a hair yeah. tool. I am crumb. Swallow me now. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but i i do think that if it's a choice between your pleasure and giving the right impression to other people Mm. i will take i will prioritize my own pleasure every time sure Mm. so yeah lots of people who are queer or lesbians are really big fan of these toys nice and i think the queer community are often better at being proud of their power tools Mm. they don't feel the need we should be more more proud away christy Mm. 2024 resolution. Not something as big as that, but oh, yeah, okay. I mean, I it's it. also great as a self-defense tool. If anybody <laughs> yeah. ever tries to break into my Can flat, then imagine? I'm whacking them with that. That's it. Yeah. Bats yeah. are out. What's this again? <laughs> <laughs> it's like Love playing it. whack-a-mole. Oh my god! Literally. Yes. So this is the part of the show where we play Don't Spill the Tea. And today, Alex, you're going to join us and hopefully we want to spill some great tea. Are you ready? Usually I would be so keen to get wet. <laughs> but in this context, I want to tri- stay drier than a non-spoof in the desert. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah. Let's okay. go. I was having sex with my boyfriend. He flipped me over so he could do it doggy style. Mm-hmm. All going well. Suddenly, I feel a lukewarm liquid splashing on my back. After a few seconds of splashing, I stop and I'm like, what the fuck is going on back there? I turn around to find my boyfriend sipping a mug of tea. (laughs) He was trying to drink it while we were fucking. It was going cold, he said. Oh my God. That's gorgeously British. (laughs) Wow. How are you? Yeah, no, come on. Was it Rush? (laughs) What the hell? And then the... That is what's happening, basically. It's quite valid, though. You know the panic when you seal a tea. Oh, you had one chance. There's a time and a place. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's crazy. I'm very devoted to my copper, but even even me, I'm not like having a sip mid trag. No. Although normalised taking snack breaks, water break, and like oh. have, yeah, water break, yeah, yeah. not in the axe, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> banana. Oh no. hell no! Maybe he was having a whole picnic, you know, oh. cup of tea, sausage fingers. Oh, oh no, 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 no! That's funny. Uh, should we see if Alex has any wild stories to okay. make you guys laugh? Yeah, let's load up now. After twenty years of hearing people's real life tales of sexual fails. Mm. I do have some favorites, which I think are particularly ludicrous. Mm. So would you mind if I- Please, live, don't spill the tea with a live, (laughs) love it. Okay, Okay. people who have encountered me before will probably have heard some of these stories because they are big faves. Mm. Okay, the first one uh, involves a young lady who uh, didn't have access to a dildo. So decided that she wanted to have a little fertile and play around with herself. She was going to find just something in her house that replicated a phallus. That was what she wanted. Mm. So uh, she decided to go inside of her freezer uh, and find a frozen Cumberland sausage uh, and insert that into her vag. Now, I don't know if any of you have ever seen what happens if you lick uh, a, a frozen lamppost and your tongue gets stuck. But this very same thing happens with a frozen sausage and the mucosal membranes of your vaginal canal. 
The sausage adhered to her foof. <laughs> it was stuck inside. So, being the sensible young lady that she was, she called the first medical professional she could think of her father. Her dad was a GP and had to fish the sausage out of her by oh. running, a, running a warm shower and across her bits. <sighs> uh, but it wasn't as bad as the week before when he pulled out the lid of a deodorant can from her. You're still managing to be quite dry here, though. She's a cereal, a cereal. Sorry, I was just in shock there. A cereal stuck up, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> she's a bitch. She likes things stuck up. Her. What? She's, just use a hairdryer to kind of like melt the the sausage. But we'll cook it. No, never mind. God, the, I would, I would really go for someone on the NHS rather than my dad, my father. Can you yeah. imagine? I mean, I'm glad that she was able to be that open. I've got another one. I've got you're very okay. resilient. Okay. Mm. Mm-hmm. My next story involves a man who was given a cheese board, one of those really hefty oak cheese boards mm-hmm. as a gift. And it had a hole in it so that you could so that you could carry it or put like a little mm. dippy bowl in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Looks like an artist's palette kind of thing. Mm. But because he's a bloke and because there's a hole there and because he's got a cock, he decides he's going to thread his cock through the cheese board. <laughs> For some weird reason he got hard, maybe really likes fromage. <laughs> And the cheese board got stuck on his dick. The more he tried to pull his cock out of the cheese board, the more firmly it got stuck. Enough. He made the terrible decision of deciding to just go to bed and go to sleep with the whole... And this is like, he, he can't let go of it. It's freaking huge. Oh He's my goodness. He was very, very lucky in that the next day his erection had subsided and he could untangle his todger from the cheese board. But it could have gone an, another way. Like if oh. to, if the blood had been trapped yeah. in his penis for too long, it, it can cause something called um, preoprism, which uh, oh. is, is very damaging. But the worst bit is, after that, after having that near dick death experience, <laughs> near, dick death. near the shopping board, he didn't want to use the chopping board, so he oh. gave it to Oxfam. No, <laughs> no, no, no. And somebody else got the charity cheese board. Oh my god! Had his wanger threaded through it for twenty four oh. hours. That is shocking. <laughs> and now I'm lactose intolerant. Ah! <laughs> oh my god. Excuse us. Sorry, I've got your <laughs> bottle. That is absolutely fine. <laughs> oh, no. oh, not my glasses. <laughs> <laughs> How did you find that story out? Did someone just... I used to work for Radio 1 doing a show oh. called Unexpected Fluids where we got oh people gosh. to send in their like real life tales of sexual wow. fails and some of them were wild. We had one woman who in the middle of a threesome um, on one of those pull out sofa beds, the sofa collapsed and she got stuck in it head first with a leg in the air. <laughs> wow. What a great conversation that we just had. Honestly, Alex, you've been amazing. I feel like my mind is more like curious and that's good i think it's good to be curious it's good to like go away have a thing by yourself mm. us need to have a more, more of a chat oh yeah and then i'm like to the ladies listen girls we need to start talking about this you, do you know about this do you know about that i know xyz and kind of just spread the knowledge yeah so i really do appreciate you coming on and just sharing all the great stuff that you know yeah us. thank you curiosity is the best outlook you can have when yeah. it comes to your own sex life and self-pleasure yeah be the riddler when it comes to being the fiddler <laughs> <Not> <laughs> questions. Interrogate things as well like 
if you uh, are not enjoying something, ask mm-hmm. why, you know, de- delve a little bit deeper. Journaling mm-hmm. can be really useful with that. Yes. Um, if you are enjoying something, it's worth examining, okay, if I if I like A, maybe I'll like B. Right. Mm. Um, one thing that we haven't really spoken about, but which I want to emphasize is sex toys are great, mm-hmm. but women are often told, buy this and your life will be better. Mm. It's a commercial thing. It's right. a capitalist thing. You can still have fun with your fingers. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you don't always need to spend a fortune to feel a million dollars. Okay. Mm. Amazing. Well, thank you so much. I'm obsessed with this conversation. I know, I'm obsessed. <laughs> I'm going to pleasure myself later. Anyway, see you guys next week. <laughs> 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 If you're new here, be sure to give us a like, follow, rating, hit that notification bell. And if you have any funny stories or dilemmas, we want to hear them. Send them to us at tf4 at junglecreations.com. Hold up. 